I'll start with a story. A few months ago, a friend and I were talking about a new photo series I was working on. I had a vague concept for it and was in the expected muddle of figuring out how to shape it. I was confident that I would eventually be able to create coherence, and I was stimulated by the current ambiguity. Still, I was holding on to a skinny branch. My friend, also a Buddhist practitioner, offered these words that he had heard from someone else in his Sangha. Keep calmly knowing change. I was stunned and then immediately felt at ease. My reaction was visceral, without thought. This phrase has stuck with me. I use it as a mantra when I meditate, as a mindfulness tool to pause before starting a task, from washing the dishes to shooting photographs to writing this Dharma talk. What is it about these four words that have proven so powerful to me? I decided to explore the question. It has led me on a fascinating journey through the very core of Buddhist belief, to discourses on mindfulness, impermanence, and equanimity, to contemporary Buddhist thinkers, monks, and practitioners, to a sutra attributed all the way back to the Buddha and to the essence of one Buddhism. Keep calmly knowing change. This Dharma talk is my attempt to share that unfinished journey with you as I continue to contemplate each of these four words and how they intertwine. I started with the obvious. I googled the phrase. To my surprise, a whole bunch of references popped up. Amid the t-shirt and poster ads about staying calm, I came across references to the Satipatthana Sutta, or Sutra, attributed directly to the Buddha. A Theravada Buddhist monk and scholar, Bhikkhu Analoya, summarized a section specifically as keep calmly knowing change. Another Theravada monk, Bhikkhu Bodhi, described the sutra as the Buddha's original mindfulness manual. This took me to a deeper dive into each of the four words, starting with keep. Keep calmly knowing change. In Bukha Analoya's view, keep means to diligently contemplate internally and externally, to really keep at it, being so interested in, and keen in formal settings and everyday activities. In Wan Buddhism, the eight articles include both zeal and dedication. The keeping is continuous, not episodic. It's a way of being. Thinking further about the word keep, I imagine two photographs. One was of a child holding a favorite toy tightly to her chest. She made up a story that she believed to be true. It's mine. If I let it go, something bad will happen. The second image was of a father holding his small son gently on his chest as they both dozed on the couch. He would not allow the child to fall on the floor, but he was not thinking a whole lot about it. 
The girl was grasping onto her story. The father was holding his son firmly, with, but with soft hands. Which led me to the next word, calmly. Keep calmly knowing change. Calmly is a softener, a pause that surrounds the diligent zeal and dedication of keep. I deeply inhale and exhale. I enjoy the freedom it brings. But it's more than just relaxing. In Buddhist practice, we often allow our egos to attach ourselves to cling to sensory conditions. What we see, hear, smell, touch, taste, and think. These are the stories we create for ourselves. As with the girl and her favorite toy, they pull us away from our true selves, our Buddha nature, resulting in suffering. Biko Analoya, the Theravadan monk, described calmly as remaining free from desires and discontent so as to dwell independently without clinging to anything. In other words, equanimity. The Buddha taught four Brahma-viharas, or sublime attitudes, loving-kindness, compassion, sympathetic joy, and equanimity. Equanimity can be described as perspective borne by wisdom, a balanced reaction to the nature of things, whether they be positive or negative, pleasant or painful. As Gil Fransdale, a well-known Buddhist thinker, suggested, when we experience equanimity, there is nothing we can cling to, and so we begin to relax. Together, the first two words, keep and calmly, point to being diligent without grasping. In my case, I was able to work on the photo series without becoming frustrated when its shape proved to be elusive. The third word, knowing, took me further. Keep calmly, knowing change. Here, knowing isn't the muscle memory